Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of Adams the Nerds. College. Home of the Adams. Gilbert, this is going to be really neat. I sure hope so. What if it isn't, huh? Don't be so negative. We're going to have the time of our lives. I'm not being negative. I'm just being nervous, okay? Well, don't be, okay? Because everything's going to be great. Just like high school, right? This is college. Remember, there's 6,127 students at Adams, 58% of which are girls. So? So that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> you college guys are all alike. All you really care about is getting laid. I wish I was going with you. Yeah, 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 we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look What You Made Me View. You are listening to another episode hosted by myself, Ryan, and my lovely partner... Kaylee. Yeah, that's her name and her voice. Hey, everybody. This week, we watched Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, we did. A childhood favorite, 1984 comedy classic. Uh, let's see. We're going to quote of the movie. Uh-huh. Nerds! Because <laughs> there could be nothing else. There, there could have been so many different ways. I could have gone, nerds, nerds, nerds. But God Every fucking time I heard it, I laughed. Oh, yeah. Google describes this movie as uh, geeky college students Gilbert and Lewis are evicted from their dormitory when Alpha Betas, who recently burned down their own fraternity house by accident, confiscate the building. When the college forces the freshmen to live in the gym, Gilbert, Lewis, and their fellow dorks relocate to a rundown house. When the Alpha Betas, led by Jock Stan... Uh, played by Ted McGinley, uh, repeatedly humiliate them. The nerds plot revenge. Pretty concise. Yeah. Um, yeah. No fun in that, though. I no. don't think that's an elevator pitch. I don't think you're going to get me to watch that by that description. So do you have a way that you could convince another of at least the reality of this film, if not to watch it? Yes. Okay. I'm ready. So this is a historical documentary about the turning point in which uh, Braun no longer conquers brain. Right. Right. And I mean that in every sense of the phrase. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's my elevator pitch right there. And I'm sticking to it, y'all. I like it. I like it. And this is, it's not a documentary. It's totally no. not. But at the same I, time, I, it's so reminiscent of its era. It is a tiny time capsule of what in 1984 yeah 84 there yeah. you go i thought you were going to get into how many parallels there are to civil rights like pure civil rights movements oh my god we will get there and this is the nerd civil rights <laughs> yeah paralleling nerd civil rights with um anything else anything else we got problems, man. I can't wait to talk about this. I know. Let, let's go. Uh, fortunately, nerd is kind of a catch-all. You start to realize that right. this is... Because you even pointed out as we were watching, he doesn't really fit the description of a nerd, this person, that person. Um, yeah. They're outcasts. They're um, disenfranchised. They are not status quo people. And I'm bringing my own personal perspective to the show here. 
Um, my idea of a nerd is someone who is smart and really into Star Trek. You know, okay. that that's my perception. The perception of the word nerd is totally different here. It's anybody who doesn't fit in. Yeah, they I mean, they go real specific with what nerds were back in the day. I mean, like the more accurate representation just, is Lewis and Gilbert. Yeah. Um, are Lewis and Gilbert. Uh, they have the pocket protectors, the glasses, the weird laughs. They're really smart into computers. Um, these are nerds by straight definition. Right. Like, yes. You know, to the T. Um, but everybody, I think the the cool thing about this is we start to realize and we know this now at the time not mm. so apparent much clearer to see now that we're all kind of nerds even the coolest motherfuckers are into pokemon or uh you know are into oh God, yeah. trading cards of some kind i mean there, sure. there somebody is a nerd in some way i mean I, I, there are very few people that are exceptions to that I think. Right, right the fucking Paul brothers, Logan Paul and his brother. Nerds. Yeah, they're currently collecting not, Pokemon cards. If not for any other reason than they're just heightened specificity. They're like what they do is not a life that that's not something most people want to do at all. Yet these people right. have embraced this style of living. But I don't think it's even just that. I my perspective here is that the definition of nerd within this movie is like anyone who's been personally victimized by Regina. Right. Oh, yeah, man. it's anybody who has been picked on like fucking ever. Now we're jumping way ahead, which is OK, but um, let's and go no, ahead and uh, move through the narrative just a little bit before we sure. really get into the heavier themes here, because um, I think it does have some some depth and certainly some layers. Uh, it's also got tons of problems. So oh boy. we start this movie with a brilliant beginning. I love it. No problems whatsoever, except it's a little awkward, but it's a little awkward comedically. I mean, he's hitting on Okay, uh, the guy's in bed. His mom's talking to him. Um, he's got he's all covered up, you know, uh -huh. to his neck with the covers. And he's nervous about going to college or she thinks he's nervous. And he's just talking a sweet moment between he and his mother before he goes off to school. Oh, yeah. And his friend walks in um, and molests his mother. Yeah, flirts <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Basically hits on her, yeah. It's it's creepy, man. It's yeah. it's very creepy. I, I would be concerned and alarmed if anybody accosted my mother in that manner. Yeah, it, it's a weird way to walk up to anybody that's not, you know, your partner. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He smooches her right on the face and mm -hmm. gives a little arm rub and all of that stuff. Right. Uh, if you out there, audience members, are treating your best friend's mom this way, like, stop. That's a classic <laughs> thing, though. Um, I think it starts kind of leave it to beaver is a thing. Um, what the fuck? Eddie Haskell, I think, is the character, the, the neighbor kid that comes over and is, like, really friendly with the mom, kind of flirty. Um, that's a thing in okay. in early television and, and stuff um and there are a lot of uh tonally it is it, it matches 80s sitcoms i think this movie okay there are so many just predicaments that are trivial and it, it's simple while still entertaining it's think about it think about um this idea just kids going to college. There's nothing really that special about that. I mean, there are a million movies about kids. Get, there's a fucking Transformers movie about kids going to college. Right. Shia LaBeouf goes to college and Bumblebee's got to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Common themes. At this point, single mom's got to stay home. And you know she's fucking Lewis's father. Oh, I don't know about that. I bet she is. Lewis's dad is so creepy. He's when, a horn dog. No, when they're in the car and he's like, oh, man, I wish I could go with you. Like, to do what? Reminiscing for them college fucking days, man. To, to do what? He's already, ch- he, he pulls his son aside. He drops off these boys at school and, um... He's checking out the girls. They're walking by, and he's you know the heads turn. He, and his head is right in line with illegal, his son's. So that makes it okay somehow. Look again. The eighties are perverse. There oh, yeah. are so many things. We're going to get into a uh, you know major part of what's uncomfortable about this movie, and um, that's not something that's out of line at all. There's a movie called Meatballs. Uh, that girl, like you just. You don't know. <laughs> okay. You don't know. So no, pervy. and I'm so happy. I'm so happy that Male I Male gaze know. was basically invented in the 80s, I think. Really? <laughs> no, just... I mean, like, dawn of time. It's, it's been there. But... Exactly. I mean, ever since films existed, it's probably been there, but it's yeah. heightened. It's just so much. It, it's extreme in 80s movies. Yeah, I think uh, appearance in general is so important in the 80s i mean you have like the big jazzercise movement and um the fitness spas and all of that stuff we've seen a ton of movies that have at least a scene in a fitness spa from the 80s but in retrospect these people aren't that attractive or in shape oh my god no like what the fuck is ogre <laughs> like what right. the fuck oh, is okay ogre? let's just get the fuck right into ogre all right they go to school immediately uh-huh. They're moving their stuff. Nerds. He has nerd fucking radar. His head turns (laughs) so quickly. I was laughing my ass off. Right. Because he, it's his world to spot nerds and to take out nerds, apparently. Man has nothing better to do with his time. The idea of somebody that against nerddom uh, tickles me. I just think his character is hilarious because he's sniffing out nerds all the time. He can't, like, uh, (laughs) take a little bit of time to maybe do something with his hair. Maybe... (laughs) I mean, he does something with his hair. He grows it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, um, he does. So that is what uh, Donald Gibb. Yeah, uh, he was in quite a few things back in the day. He's got a look, right? I mean, is he, he a wrestler? Like, uh, like how does he get into acting? He's a tough guy, I guess. I don't know his background fully. He's in okay. another movie that's on my list, at least one. Um, he might be in another one, but he's definitely in one other movie on my list. Um, he's just a notorious tough guy. Uh, and again, he's got a look, he's got that face shit, like his eyes weird. Like, uh, he's just got, the, he's like the Forrest Whitaker of white dudes. Donald he Gibb, I'm so sorry if you're also listening. looks way older than everybody else. Oh my God. Well, I mean, I think that's, it's implied that he's flunked a couple of times. Um, <laughs> I think he's meant to look older. Yes. He's, he, he's the big dumb one. So it, it, it makes sense that he's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, I, and, and again, typical trope, you know, the held back kid. He's yeah. always bigger. He's always an asshole. Um, that is a very common thing also. But like um, my version of the held back like kid is like Polly Shore in Son-in-Law. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the guy who's just smoking weed all the time, can't make up his mind about yeah. stuff. Like it, it, my mind goes to that rather than the jock who cannot pass class. Right. Because I don't know. I don't know how this worked then, but can he play if he's flunking out of school no technically not but yeah um there's been a lot of scandals in the past of you know people fudging the makes grades. sense and i mean you know the, that seems like it's rampant here at this school right and john goodman oh yeah yeah I, I, dude i so i i neglected to um 
explain why I brought this, you know, why this is significant to me. And um, God, you got to imagine, I'm probably six years old watching this. Oh, fuck no. Are you serious? Dos Platanos. Uh, (laughs) Dos Platanos? I'm six or seven probably watching this movie. And I loved it, but there's so much I missed. So many things that now as an adult seeing this is like, whoa yeah really cool stuff but really heartwarming significant things but also like whoa (laughs) damn um yeah did you know as a little kid like what was going on with some of these characters not really now i will say uh, let me just start it off before we start walking through the story the characters that i remember the most Mm -hmm. are booger lamar and of course lewis yeah okay okay Um, and those were the characters that I followed through the series because there's more than one of these. Yeah, and I mean, and we're watching the second one. If you oh like this at all, we're watching the second one. But okay, we'll get to that. Um, Gil is presented as the lead, but he mm-hmm. really isn't. I mean, Lewis and he falls like, off later in the series. He uh, wow, he doesn't okay. do all of them. Where um, uh, Carradine is uh, the the other guy's name, um, Lewis. Lewis. The, yeah, his okay. last name's. Car- I don't know if he's related to the other Carradine or not. But that's the guy. Um, he did the the reality show, the Nerds, um, King of the Nerds reality show. Um, this guy okay. is is the nerd. I mean, he is the icon of nerddom in the eighties. Right. Gotcha. Right? And you can see why. Yeah. He fits that cartoonish look of a nerd. He's got the overbite. And he's got the laugh for it. And the laugh. Yeah. yeah kills it. So, um, yeah, where was I going with this? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a quintessential nerd. Uh, you were talking about your favorite characters, like who you followed through the series. Mm. Gil is supposed to be the dude, like, you know, the, right. the grounded one, right? And he falls off later in the series, but that's okay. Now, I'm glad you mentioned Gil because when we first, and I, oh yeah, because this ties in with how I, what I remember about this. Okay. I thought they were brothers. Really? Yeah. Wow. When I was a kid, okay. I, I definitely just thought they were brothers. Like, wow. I was fully expecting them to be in the same home naturally because they're brothers. Turns out <laughs> they're just best friends. Yeah. Their relationship is so odd. Very. Um, I feel like Gil has a chance at life mm-hmm. um whereas lewis definitely doesn't and doesn't seem to care that he doesn't i don't remember lewis being, being that pervy aware. either yeah oh my god he's the most pervy of all of them lewis is a nerd because he's so pervy oh he even says that right like jocks he, are sitting there uh thinking about sports we're thinking about sex yeah us nerds uh-huh. which again i mean that's just dudes well, it's just dudes. I don't want to say like boys will be boys. I don't support that idea whatsoever. I think when you're a young boy, that a heterosexual boy, right? It's hard not to think about sex. Eighteen it's to just twenty-two, all, like it doesn't matter what your gender or sexual identity is. You're thinking about sex. Yeah, but I don't see where this uh, actually works because jocks also think about sex. Like a lot. That's like all the. the they don't love sports more than they love pussy. I think the thing that's implied there is that jocks are just not as good at sex as the nerds. I think that's they what's imply really... That. Yeah. yeah. And like the and nerds are smarter, so they're thinking of different more things. Right. I, again, I think that, you know, they explain it that way for jokes. 
you know, yeah. for the for the levity of it. But uh, in reality, I think it's more like, no, jocks are just kind of selfish because they they have the attention. They don't have to work for anything. People that have to work for the sex are probably going to invest more in it. Yeah, uh, that that's a serious possibility. And I don't want to um, get too far into that. because I like that. I called it the sex, the sex, yeah. the sex. They had the sex. Oh, my God. We'll get this to is that a whole scene. other. We could do an episode about the sex. We could absolutely. Do you, Do you think anybody else is doing podcasts about the sex? I think there are so many podcasts. About I don't know the if there's sex. enough though. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna argue. Yeah, yeah. There's not enough. Come there, on. there are a lot of podcasts about the sex. I don't think I've listened to um, one. But yeah, I'm sure in my plenty. endeavors to find more podcasts. All kinds of stuff comes up. You are looking for more of them? I am. Really? Yeah, that's. I am looking for Ours more of Ours doesn't you. need to exist. Why would any others? <laughs> Way to sell a shirt. I it's, love it. <laughs> it's, you know, it occurred to me that, um, what the fuck would people listen to this for? Um... Now, being a podcast fan, I'm, I, but I'm a podcast, I'm minimalist right, with right. my podcast I currently listening. listen to a podcast that is just a grown, a fully grown man watching Harry Potter for the first time. There is nothing remotely interesting about that concept. But you said it and I got, I got kind of interested. And you got kind of interested. Yeah. Right. For every, it's it's called, all about think, like perspective yeah. and everything. And I think a lot of people grew up with the movies that were watching, but would never watch them now. Yeah. And we're doing it for them. I think it's also the um, the curiosity of, oh, I know that movie. Somebody doesn't know that movie. Right. Yeah. Let me see somebody that, let me see what they think. Right. And you know? um, we get a lot of emails about this, as a matter of fact. Shout enough? out. Uh, we could, not enough. Not enough. We could definitely get a ton more. So we haven't gotten too many or enough. We have not. No, no, no. But we do get a lot of emails that are like, oh, my God. Uh, he or she has never seen this. That's that's crazy. I got one the right. other day that was talking about how uh, shocked they were that you haven't seen Mulan. Yay, Mulan. Yay, Mulan. Okay, yeah, so a friend of ours then. Um, yeah. Okay. Someone well, who, who who knows outside of the podcast but isn't that, that the I've point? never seen Isn't that the King. point of this show? Yeah. It's, it's my friends are incredulous over the fact that you've not seen one of my favorite movies, a movie they've probably watched with me three or four times. Absolutely. And yeah. I mean, the same can be said for people in my generation, knowing you haven't seen Mulan, The Lion King, um, a ton of movies that were so essential to our childhood. Right. That I mean, again, the point of this. Yeah. I love it. Here we are. I love it. Being nerds. It, it is. It, it's, a, it's a little bug in the back of your head. Like, what the fuck? You haven't seen that? You gotta see this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Revenge of the Nerds. Hey. You had to see this shit. Um, did I? I made you view this. Yeah, you did. And we are in college, which is fun. A okay. good college romp, right? Yeah. Everybody's good with that. You met me when I was in college. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. More than met. Um, hey, y'all. <laughs> we had a baby, y'all. We were nerds. And we got revenge on the world by having a child together. <laughs> We created a super nerd. We did. <laughs> Look out, guys. You have no idea. All mm. uh, right. These nerds are adorable. I love all of them. Uh, and are there they? are. I, okay. So before we move, you know, further with this narrative, I, uh -huh. I think, you know, they start to lay out the different people that are going to be the centerpieces here uh, or centerpieces that are going to be the cast, the ensemble. Yeah. A.B. gets 
burnt to the ground. So all the freshmen. Well, nerds, now we're talking about the story, and yeah, yeah. It, they get displaced from their dorms because the dumbass uh, frat guys burn their own house down. Well, the one kid says, um, "We're going to live in a gym like we're refugees," and immediately my um, uh, my radar goes off, and I'm like. Are they equating themselves to refugees? Kaylee, you know damn well this movie is drawing parallels in very unnecessary that and pretty complicated ways. Don't need to be made. Like, we know nerds have it bad. We already know that. We don't need other parallels to I be like, oh, we're just as bad as refugees. You're fucking not, okay? I, You're not. I think this is meant to be a, hey, look. There are plenty of people out here that need more respect. And they there's no other way to do it. Because think about it. But, they brought Booger and Lamar uh -huh. and uh, Poindexter in. And Poindexter's kind of a nerd. I mean, his fucking name is Poindexter, which, which is the classic nerd name. Right. Um, I had uh, a friend. The who, Asian guy. He's just Asian. He's not yeah, a nerd. Yeah. I had a friend who had a Barbie Monopoly game, like a 1960s Barbie Monopoly game. And one of the characters was named Poindexter, and you did not want to get married to him. At the end of the board game, you win by getting married. Uh -huh. Right. Um, you didn't want to end up with Poindexter. Right. That is the only reason why I understood that character's name. I have no other point of reference. That for this. dude, I, I feel bad, Mike. But my buddy Mike, oh <laughs> aka boy. Cyrano, he he was giving me Cyrano vibes. How so? You've not met Mike, so he looks like him. Okay. Yeah, I felt kind of bad thinking that, but it, I I thought that. Damn. I felt that. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Um, I'm just going to point this out like one little time. One time. One time. Fuji's. Yeah. Poindexter is a fabulous curly headed ginger. And oh my God. I just, I felt so bad for him. My, Why? my fellow ginger being treated this way. He was just clumsy. It had not, they never right. he did anything specific to his hair color. No. When I think nerd. I think somebody who is very, very smart, but socially inept as well. Well, now you're, yeah, okay. And I mean, Poindexter is just, he's living his life like almost legally blind. And that's his problem. Should we get into the idea that some of these kids are on spectrum? Should we talk yeah, about this? Yeah, totally. I mean. Because I that was a label. Nobody knew anything about uh, autism. Uh, in in this time, right? Nobody talked about it at all. So people that were on spectrum are being labeled as nerds or weird or whatever. It's just they're right. Quirky, Anybody right? who's different, yeah, right. yeah. And if they're you know severe, if they're severely autistic, um, then that's a different stereotype and derogatory term, right? Um, these guys are nerds. Some of them could be on spectrum, right? Yeah, uh, um, I and, would and argue specifically Poindexter. Most, yeah, I would argue most of the characters that are represented as nerds uh, are most likely uh, presented as being on spectrum. So you see why I, you know, now that I look back at this, I not that this is intentional. I don't think the people that wrote this had any idea how significant this oh, is. No, no, no but sensibility. They here. did create a catch-all movie. They created the umbrella of nerddom, which nerds don't fucking exist. Nerds are not real. If you look at 2021, who is a nerd? Right. I mean, when I was in high school, 
um, it was okay at that point to be super, super into something. Like the Marvel movies were coming out when I was in high or had just started yeah, fanboys, coming out. Fanboys fall under school. the nerd umbrella, but what doesn't? Right. What doesn't? That's what I'm not understanding here. You mentioned that um, the character Takashi is a nerd because he's Asian. Right. Um, and what, I, Lamar is a nerd because he's, gay. he's openly gay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm very confused here. And black. Well, yeah, and black. But this is what I'm saying is it's a lazy part of the writing, but it's also one of the most powerful parts of the writing. Yeah. And and they really don't they don't use the F word and I am Thank God. so pleased. I thought they were. I don't you know, I don't remember a whole lot about this. I remember being drawn to it. I remember laughing and uh finding the burps fun and you know, things like that. Uh totally. And being drawn the music scene, um thing there were so many things that drew me to this, but yeah, I I was nervous. Showing this to you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt the same kind of energy as Hatari, but Hatari was not fun you in any capacity. Like I that. knew you were yeah. not going to like it. Yeah. Right. Um, and there were moments that I, I enjoyed a lot, but then it gets I feel incredibly like complicated. Into it into, oh my God, 20 minutes so into let's, it. Let's keep walking through the story just a sure. little bit so we can get there. Um, it is a bit fun where um, there's some retaliation that starts. Uh, the AB a, frat uh, burns their own house down, doing fucking the dumbest thing. The guy just turns. Fireball. He's spitting fireballs with uh, Everclear in his mouth, mm -hmm. and he just turns towards the curtain. Why? He does two of them. Right. And then the third one turns through. It's just so dumb. Um, that burns down. Of course, they get privileged because they're jocks and uh, they kick all the guys out of the dorm, all the uh, freshmen. Yeah, they just storm right in there. And they literally they kick them yeah, out. They throw yeah. them out windows. And yeah. Uh, so you see the inequalities in the disrespect uh, from the jump. This all builds up to them trying to find places to live because they're forced into the gym at this point. Um, mm -hmm. So they, the short version is they, be, they create their own fraternity. Yeah. They end up renting a house and they fix it up. Mm -hmm. Even though Very they're renting nice, it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it looks great. They put up wallpaper. Yeah. Like, goddamn guys. Yeah, great job. Renting that piece of shit house. How is it legally allowed to be rented? But right. I mean, that's just... It's not ready to go in any way. No, that's just storytelling. And I'm cool with that fact. That's fine or whatever. I get that it's a movie. Um, but fixing, fixing up a house that you're only renting seems terrible. Like a, like a really dumb idea. <laughs> yes. Yes. But um, if you're going to be there for a long time, sure. Yeah, I guess. These guys are in college, though. That's going to be their... So no. their Trilambda house. Although, yeah, they got pride because it's their house, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's a way to impress uh, the lam the Trilambdas. So we're using this terminology, audience. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, they apply to become a fraternity. They get rejected because they don't have sponsorship from a national fraternity. Right. So they have to go to this. Uh, they apply to 29 different places. And they send pictures everywhere. To but every single one. Trilambda. But Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. So then they go into that meeting. Now, what's in this picture? Just because oh, they're nerds? It's just a picture of them. Guys, literally everyone in this movie calls them a nerd. Everyone. Like in the first 30 minutes, they get called a nerd every scene. Oh, they need the audience to know. And even the people that like them are like, mm -hmm. but you're nerds. Right. Yeah. Even the people like on their team, like the <laughs> dean seems to be... 
on their side. Okay, you said the dean, and I got a flash to the communities. The dean, the the, the dean, <laughs> the dean, <laughs> the dean, 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 and I want that dean in this movie so no, bad. Oh my god, if they ever remade this, like, why didn't the community, community make a Revenge of the Nerds episode? Wow. Oh, maybe the movie. Yeah. Oh. Oh, they could just redo Revenge of the Nerds for the movie. Oh, <laughs> community reboot. Herman, we just wrote the movie yeah. for you, like we just right gave you there. The seed right there. Oh my God, I would pay so much money. I want that cast that. Right. to do this movie, right? So badly. I just um, don't want Gillian Jacobs to be the Betty character. Or what is her Betty. name? Betty. I don't know. The oh no, main no, no. She's got to be. She's whatever. got to be a Moo though. She's got to be a Lambda Moo or Ma. What? Lambda Moo. Uh, no, Omega Moo. Omega Moo. Yeah. Omega Moo. Or Delta Moo? It's, no, Mo it's Omega Moo. Omega Moo. <laughs> yeah, for being an ultra feminist or whatever. So if you're, if you're not familiar with Greek culture and frats and shit like that, which I'm right. not very familiar with that either, this movie help. is all about that. Yeah. Um, it's about the council and, you know, qualifying and, and presence and being allowed to exist on this campus and having some sort of power. Right. And the power is maintained through this council uh, or not the council necessarily, but just the whole system. Yeah. And. I find that odd and I'm glad I didn't go to college in that way um, because that fucking sucks. I would hate these frats. This is, and I have no idea how Greek life worked in the 80s, but this is not how Greek life works. The only Greek life that looked fun was um, Animal House is, is it? Like that's the first one that I'm, for, is that, but are they a frat in that movie? Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen Animal House, um, but... I know that it is a movie, and I know that John Belushi is in it, and I think Chevy Chase is in it. And you're very familiar with the iconic poster from the film. Nope. <laughs> yes, no. you are. Am I? I you don't I realize know it, it if I see it. But okay. you are. Because you've definitely seen the John Belushi poster where he just has the college sweater on. It just says college. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, um, I'm familiar with it because I went to college and there was this guy who had a sweater that just said college. I'm like, nice sweater. Homage. And he was like, yeah. And then I had to look up what it was from because why? Why would anyone do that? It had to be from something. Well, it's like the people that wear sports. Sports. Yeah. I would wear one of those shirts. I had one. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah, um, yeah no, I mean, Greek life now, it's about like... Um, giving back to the community they do a lot of like sponsorships they do a lot of like, none of charity these, work none none of that um, represented here no definitely not and i mean yeah it's still like party life but also you're still doing trips to haiti and stuff like that like to it's me cool. to me that greek life seems like a um a trade-off you sin then pray sin pray sin oh pray. yeah yeah, yeah. Like it's it, it's balancing it's saying we're gonna be fucking total bastards over here oh yeah so we got to do this community shit over here to make up for it right and or that's kind of allowed. the only way that it's allowed to exist yeah. within the schools because why would a school allow this mm -hmm. to happen right that's what i don't get like why does john goodman's character just get to dictate everything and that's yet another thing that to me feels so 80s and really, I think when I feel like something is so 80s, it's archaic. It is part of systematic or systemic racism, systemic uh, um, oppression, sexism. R sure. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things tied into this um, that the 80s just did coke and showed it, you know, quicker. 
Yeah. It, 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 it rapidly came out of the, the minds of these creators because it, it just came to a head. It built up so much over these years. And now white ridiculousness is really, it, it's starting to um, become a joke. Yeah. This movie is kind of that point where this uh, white guy um, power trip mm -hmm. is questioned. Yeah, white guy power trip is questioned, but also I love that the guys from Tri Lambda, the, the council or whatever, that they make their case to just look at them like, oh my God, these these really stupid white people, what are they doing? So the Tri Lambdas are a black fret. Yeah. That was the joke, which, you know, um, again, at the time watching this as a kid, I didn't understand any of that. Like it didn't no, and it seem seems, weird at all. It seems to me like it's an attempt to tie uh, the Revenge of the Nerds to the civil rights right. movement. Yeah. And that seems so incredibly inappropriate. Mm -hmm. um, like, okay, we'll jump to the scene where they're throwing their par party or whatever to prove that they can be a fraternity to the Tri Lambda yeah. people. They invite you in, who is the head of the Lambdas. Yeah. Um, and that guy is so good. He's really cool. Um, yeah, so they're trying to throw this party or whatever. They they get raided by pigs and then they get mooned. And that's when you Yo, is you like, forgot. You're you're skipping all kinds of fun shit about this party. Okay. First off, they hear about this, right? Um, they get invited. The uh, the lady, the no. girls that suck. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, um, the uh, whatever that um, pie. sorority is. Yeah, they pie. just call themselves pie. Um, mm. Something yeah. pie, isn't it? Yeah, it's something pie. But they whatever. just end up calling themselves right pie. The shitty sorority comes to their house and promises to be their dates for their party. Right, in they this do weird this whole thing. chorus yeah. thing in the weird blue dresses, and yeah. it's very Gone with the Wind. Yeah, and then they don't show up. And then they don't show up, right? So the homie Gil, Gilbert, Gilbert, has a friend. You say she's just a friend. Not just a friend. She says, I'm in a sorority. I'm going to get my girls to come over here. They're very spontaneous. Yeah, and then... um. A train Lewis, of young ladies shows up. Yeah. Lewis is all like, oh, no, not them. They're pigs. And that is Lewis just like, yeah, he, he says he calls them an animal. It Ooh. might be cows. It might be pigs. Bro, I'm not I, sure I which. I think it might be cows, actually. Know. Yeah. Wow. Lewis said, no, not them. They're cows. Thank you, Lou. Right. He's fucking awful through the whole movie. Um, And that's why I'm so mad that he got the luckiest we're getting, i don't know we're gonna I don't talk know. about lou okay? okay okay so then omega moo shows up yeah and they just keep on coming in a lot of them and they're huge the main joke is that they're tall like tall not women all of them no, are... no no it was like the first five or six are just you know yeah people and then all of a sudden they had a very specific hiring requirement for the or casting requirement because mm -hmm. very tall women come through this door yeah and um like tall women now are pays off nerds. not really a joke when they're coming in way better joke at the party when mm -hmm. the guys there is a child in this uh, fraternity yeah. there's a boy warmer is there's... like 
12, 13. Young Sheldon. Yeah, he's a, he's just a little kid, little uh-huh. boy. And um, not a little boy, he's, a, he's like a budding teenager. Yeah. And he has a scene where he's talking to a couple ladies, and he's really just talking to their boobs because uh-huh. he's not tall enough <laughs> to look in their eyes. Yeah. Um, he does a fourth wall break, which is... Eh, cheesy but it shows his big cute teeth it was, it was pretty adorable but um it was the perfect. other tall scene was uh who was dancing with them um booger was dancing with one booger. woman booger you know as much as i like that character there are certain scenes where fuck me i can't watch it he's yeah when so he says odd. he's trying to get a date for their party and he's mm. looking through all the high schools yeah no but even that dancing scene where he's squeezing the butt and there's a song playing yeah <laughs> i forget what the, the, the lyrics are at the time but it's really well timed um the way he's grabbing her butt he just he's meant to be gross but he's not gross in a fun way there yeah no so and he's always like quick to point out that nobody's getting laid and yeah. I'm not okay with that. Um, he he is crude. He brings up hair pie to Takashi. Um, he's he's yeah. describing vaginas basically. And the you. second Gil comes home and he's like, "Yeah, I met a girl. It was great." Booker comes in and he's like, uh, "Basically, did you fuck her?" And he's like, "No, like we just met." And he was like, "What? Does she have a penis?" I'm like, "All right, yeah, all right, yeah, not great, my man." He kind of embodies. Um, Skeeve? This film. Um, how enjoyable he can be, mm-hmm. but then they let him slip into this really gross no kind of vibe, right? He's like, like when no, the comedian goes just a touch him too to say far that. and everybody just kind of stops laughing slowly. But know? there's some weirdo in the theater watching this that, that thinks it's loves hilarious. It. Yeah. Right. It's the people who think that Cartman is the hero of South Park. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Cartman. I do, too. It's kind of the same thing. But he's meant to be the asshole. Yeah. Booger is meant to be the asshole yeah. here. Yeah. But he gets everybody high at the party. That's what I was getting to mm-hmm. here is, um, you know, the party doesn't just fly by. This is a drawn out thing. And part of uh, what happens is it's really boring. The moves come over and they're just sitting there. On and opposite sides. All of a sudden, Booger mm-hmm. opens his jacket and has the most absurdly large joints I've ever seen in my life. And like all the joints. There's all. no, there's like five or six of them, but they are massive. Yeah. They look like carrots. They're thick. Big white carrots. Big. Unreasonable. Thick white carrots. But everybody gets high, and you see him hitting bongs. It's like, he has these big fat joints. What are you hitting bongs for? Um, Not enough to go around. There's just... Party atmosphere kicks off at that point. And they start drinking, too. And I'm like, how are these nerds, if they are nerds, how are they okay with smoking weed? It's against the law. It's It's, Nerds wouldn't be that cool, right? Right. That's what we all thought back then. Nerds didn't smoke weed. Openly doing it in front of the Lambda, the adults. Dude, the one guy wants to hit it. He's hitting it. He says, this is good shit. He hits one of them. Yeah, the assistant guy. Yeah. And then the other dude, uh, UN, the leader guy, Mm -hmm. uh, he starts dancing. He starts grooving at something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And then everybody starts dancing, and we get to the the butt-grabbing scene that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Booger is just straight up, you know barely dancing and butt squeezing 
squeezing the shit out them buns. Yeah. Which I shouldn't use that phrase. Oh. <laughs> it is no. a butt after all. No, it is a butt. Guys, you know, but this not. movie has a lot of um, just small moments. It It's not very eventful. The whole idea is they need to get power because they will be pushed out. Now, this is representative of how our system works here, how our culture works in America. The white men have the ultimate say. They can keep making these rules that keep these disenfranchised people out of power. No, I don't think it's necessarily that. I get the impression that it's the the rich normies. It's like the the people who come from wealthy families. And I mean, we immediately see that Gil comes from, um, you know, a single mom home. And that's tough. And then Lewis comes from what I'm assuming is a single dad home. And I'm that's also you. tough. We Lou's don't have any is getting in- down. Oh my god, I hope not. I really mom. really hope not. He's so gross. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think more so <laughs> than like jocks versus nerds, it's also like wealth versus, you know, the lack thereof. Yeah, um That's fun, uh, not fun. That's funny. Uh the divides here. There, there are definite, derf, derf, de, definite. There are more divides than what's advertised, like far more. Sure. Right? Okay. It's not just nerds versus jocks, and that's why I hate that they use nerd as a blanket term here. I know. I, I think everything with this movie is a catch twenty two. Everything. Yeah. There, there's just nothing that is pure that you can just love about it, right? It's hard to absolutely enjoy this film there 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 are too many problems but it tries to do something really nice so they are building up to getting involved in this uh council so they can be represented represented and have some say in what goes on because it was such a challenge to get where they were now i say that knowing it took 30 minutes in movie time um pretty easy for them to establish themselves as uh, as a sorority or sorry a fraternity right and, and it's they they um get attacked during their party or whatever um the alpha beta guys release a bunch of pigs and then moon them and that's when tri lambda is like yeah totally we're gonna support these guys again tying it to the struggle no, tying it to this the man, civil rights movement. That's right? what I'm saying is this guy's looking at it like he sees some, you know, kinship here. He sees uh, something similar to what he's fighting, right? Uh, I think that's fucked up in some ways. Any kind of comparison is terrible there. But how are we to really be negative about this? It's inclusivity. He's saying everybody has their struggle. Everybody deserves a chance and respect and representation, right? So he's, uh, if you really want to be nice about it, right? it works. It makes sense. He well, gets it, right? He's empathetic because he can relate. Still too complicated, right? Yeah, That's, still not okay. This movie's not a warm, fuzzy movie. So we can't really just default to, yeah. He's just trying to help some other people out. Right, 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 right. He's got an agenda, and it's a perverse way to bring that in, right? 
Clearly. Yeah. But I mean, the bottom line is it works. They get the support. They're now officially a fraternity and they got to compete in the, the homecoming games. Yeah. There's like a little college Olympics uh, with different drinking games. Yeah. Oh, my God. But before we even get to the Olympics, they they plot their revenge. Right. Yeah. Oh, so the pig thing happens and the guy's like, you need to go at him if you don't retaliate now. Or uh, I think Lewis is saying this, right? Right. We have to do this. Got to do it. They retaliate not against the ABs. No. Alpha betas don't get shit. It's the ladies. Well, it's they the... do, but not until like well after. It's weird that they go after the girls. First. Yeah. At all. At all. And Why first. would they do that? Well, I mean, um, the, the main uh, pie girl woman... Um, She's been tricking them or whatever. She led them to AB where they got feathered. Um, we never got confirmation on whether or not they fucked that sheep. No. Was oh Jesus Christ! Is yeah. that what was implied? Handed Holy him two condoms. Fucking shit. Are you for real right now? Yeah, this is a real dumb scene. So they go to the girl, um, what's her name? Oh my God. Like, the love interest. No, no, no. My brain did not even go there. I don't like know. The, th like, I did not, not even make the fucking connection. Never follow Holy through with it. Holy shit. You're, you're meant to, let you know, wonder. All I wrote down in my notes was like, open condoms. Weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I totally did not. They're going to fuck that sheep. Oh, that is so. Oh my God. Like, I'm. Oh. I'm really hoping they why didn't. they didn't i'm hoping they did not okay but then they come home with all the feathers on them yeah they just got tarred and feathered basically what is that? and that's also incredibly complicated yeah 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 and really not okay right um oh my god i'm sorry like i'm still like freaking <laughs> out that that was even implied like what the fuck who thinks of that they went too far yeah clearly. in many cases here yeah. Okay, okay. Well, speaking of going too far, they go and attack the um, sorority mm -hmm. that's been tricking them. And attack wasn't what the writers thought they were doing. <laughs> no. Um, but that's what they did. Yeah. They invade this uh, sorority and these young ladies' private spaces in a way that is just unforgivable and gross. Yeah, absolutely. No, it made me think of Promising Young Woman because, of course, mm -hmm. um, there's some really fucked up shit that's happened in the history of Greek life. And I feel like this reinforces that idea that it's okay. Yeah. Right. Because it's done to women who were mean to them. I don't fucking care. Like, there is no reason to invade someone's privacy, um, collect nude photos without consent and then sell them you know i'm really disappointed because in the moment they go in they drill holes they set up cameras they watch all the video mm -hmm. that's not where it ends no this comes back later in the movie where they print a picture of her naked or one of the ladies naked uh under a pie, on a pie tin, so they would sell more pies. These pies weren't actually pies; they were just whipped cream. So you just wipe the whipped cream off, look at your uh, uh, pie tin titties, and you know, get your rocks off. Right. Gross. 
Very gross. That poor woman. Yeah. I mean, they, it's her, it's the, what's her name? The, uh, she's with, um, Mr. Darcy from Married with Children. Betty. Betty Childs. Betty. There you go. Betty Childs. That's right. Uh, so that's her, right? Yeah. No, it's definitely her. And worst of all, these men are profiting off of something that she did not give consent to. Dude. My mind is blown now. Yeah. They basically ruin her life. Right. In reality, if they had done these things to these women, misery, right? This woman can never run for office, um, can never be a CEO. Yeah. It's right? played off like some, you know, prank. Yeah. And there are thousands of these pictures just roaming around campus now. Uh, thousands. They were cutting them in real time. Probably hundreds. They said that they made over two thousand dollars from oh, this i think they were five dollars each there you go okay yeah, okay so worth. hundreds but like that's God expensive damn. in 1984 by the way yeah very wow. they've already made two thousand and they were freaking out about it well here we are guys we zoom you know we zoom forward a bit um to the actual event and they have to do several different things they start off with a uh tricycle race in which Takashi has to uh, do 21 laps, take a stop every lap to chug a beer. 21 beers, guys. That's like, a lot. No, no, thank you. They give him a pill that is uh, fighting the effects of alcohol. So that's why he's able to win. I did love that they played the song that our kid makes me yeah, sing to her every song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They play Daisy. <laughs> and, and at the end of it, it's about a bicycle. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And I thought that was but really it was cute. In yeah, it was in Japanese. It was very cute. It was amazing. No, I was all for it. Very yeah. adorable. And then they do some arm wrestling. Yeah, um, there's like bull riding, arm wrestling. Like oh, the who, javelin. Who picked these sports? It is so random. Very. Some of them are drinking games, some not. Yeah, and it's all school sponsored, of course. Yeah. One round is just straight javelin throws, except for the gay guy. Yeah, <laughs> whose javelin is not straight? Is not straight <laughs> because he has what a limp, limp wrist. wrist. It, they oh, oh my, my god, god, guys! They use science to uh, battle his stereotype. I'm just gonna argue that none of that would be legal within this this sport. This shit is right? dumb. It, I mean, while I like that he wins that and Lamar yeah. is is cool and doing his thing. Man, if it wasn't a slap in the face after all of the buildup, because I was worried the most about him for you. Thank you. He was actually pretty fucking awesome in this movie. He was great. He is in the film dancing with another man, having a great time. Nobody giving him weird Nobody looks. Cares. Nobody calling him the F word. Right. I don't think gay is said. Are we watching an edited version of this movie? No. No. He, he, he says boyfriend and, and oh, but that's a guy. I mean, they, that's all they say. They don't really, they don't tear him down. No. Until this moment in which he's got a limp wrist and it's just a cheap joke. It's a cheap joke, but I do appreciate that it's passed off as this idea that they're taking his personal strengths, what he identifies Enhancing as, and his, that's yeah. the thing that helps him win. Yeah. See why this is really... It's complicated. It's fucked up. You want to cheer for this, but it's like, why did you have to do it like that? I just want to cheer for Lamar. That's yeah. that's the only reason why I'm here. I just want to appreciate <laughs> the fact that he won an event, and that's 
good for him. Yeah. Well, they win the competition, of course. Yeah, so now they get to pick who's going to be the president next, next year. year. No, yeah, so they be you know they're, they're going to have power next year, but that's next year. In the meantime, they get their house uh, torn apart by the ABs and Ogre. Um, Ogre. Yeah, the these same guys that earlier in the film mooned them and wrote their own names on their asses. Right. Yeah. Poor K. Oh, why they they wanted to make sure they knew who was making fun of them I, that was just odd so these dumb asses do another dumb thing and just tear the house up destroy their house why what good does that do they're gonna get them and that's a phrase okay getting someone them, getting them is one of my favorite ideas to yeah. get you got them oh i'm gonna get you because it's so bizarre like it's ambiguous as to what that means what it means right, right 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 it can be sexual one way or another i'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get you, you get you get you get you right sounds good sounds great but then the, they say it and it sounds get <laughs> it sounds really rapey but they go get them and by right, getting right. them they destroy their house so yeah they could have got them differently um i didn't feel anything when they showed the robot all like toppled over i know man that robot is a big disappointment and uh, you know going back to what i remember from this as a kid didn't care about the robot i don't even think i acknowledged it right i mean it's a requirement for a movie from the 80s to have a robot in it and the robot was not cool enough to be in this movie it did some fun stuff it was controlled by a phone um a, a remote over a phone. He uses phone. phone. He's typing oh. on the motherfucking like wireless phone. Technology is so ambiguous in this film, even though it's about nerds. Like, uh, Gil there's very little an, technology. Yeah, Gil makes an animation on a computer. Oh man, that to computer impress scene. Judy. No, nothing works like that. No, and I mean they're nerds, so he's, they should have known. He's selling his computer prowess, prowess to this uh, young lady and just creates a cartoon you can't do that in real time no i mean paint doesn't exist at that point right and, and even it if it did it wouldn't do like the things right. that it that he does on the thing but it wouldn't move it, it may i'm mad i'm real mad yeah. i don't know that much about 80s technology but i know enough to know this is not okay Another uh, competition, uh, another category of competition, or what do you call these? Event. Another event. event in this competition, burping contest. Burping. Thank God. Yeah. I loved it. And I mean, Booker Too just short. straight up goes for it. Yeah. I uh, When uh, we were watching the belching contest, I said to you, I'm so happy that Booker like legit looks high all the time, like properly high. Yeah. You know, not like movie high, but he's got like the flush cheeks and everything, like mm -hmm. properly high. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice or whatever. The belching contest, however, how do they pick these events? Who did this? I don't know. And did they just college life? I mean, in college, what do you do? You ride uh, tricycles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You burp. Yeah. Uh, you throw javelins. This all sounds so sexual. You ride tricycles. Hmm. You throw javelins. I'm sure riding a tricycle is a euphemism for something. Ryan, it is. Okay. Yeah. What is it? A threesome. Riding a tricycle is a threesome? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Well, these 
games are varied and odd and um, tie into college, but why are they authorized? I mean, because the fucking dean is right there. So it's just weird. Right, right, right. And the games all come to a head. The final thing is a, a fundraiser. And this is where uh, the movie goes really downhill for me. Yeah, I, I think it's odd. You know, they have these games that are clearly, um, they're matches. So you can get points, right? Yeah. You can score this. Yeah. And then the final thing is a talent show. Holy shit. Imagine that. No, Ima no, no. Whoa. Pause on the podcast. I don't know why it just now hit me this moment, but Monsters, Inc., the 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 sequel mm -hmm. is the remake of Revenge of the Nerds. Really? Yeah. This is oh my god! It's it's the same plot. Okay, we might need to watch this. I'm having so many discoveries right now, everyone. Like <laughs> amazing. Ryan learned what a trike was, and and that's see tricycle is what I said. Tricycle. Mm, see trike or tricycle. Different. Different. I believe. The terms are inter inter interchainable. Interchainable. They yeah. are. You can, I mean, <laughs> But sure. riding the trike or riding yeah. the tricycle, either way, three people are involved. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I want you to, what is it? It's Monsters University. That's it. I want you to watch this movie. I was watching it the other day. How appropriate. We watch Revenge of the Nerds, like immediately after it. I see that once again, Disney is just stealing stories. Not cool. It's their whole mode, man. Yeah. Okay. Now we can get back to talking about it. So, yeah. Are we at the fundraiser? Can we talk about the fundraiser? Let's talk about this fundraiser. I mean, it's just really strange. After several events where you can give scores and there's winners, we now have uh, a carnival uh -huh. with some performances. Yeah. Uh, there's a kissing booth. Okay. Well... Yeah, oh, okay. So they earn money through uh, uh, stations uh -huh. of some sort. They sell uh, something, right? They're selling That's one something. way to get points and, and um, win. And all the money goes to charity. So helping the charities gives you more points. Then they do a performance. So no, 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 no. I'm sticking with the kissing booth. I've oh, got no, things to say. Well, we're we're going to start there. So let's talk about each station. We have the eating pie station. Uh huh. It's some it's some you know kind of entendre, uh, pie stand that that's the that's the trilams right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's th our heroes, right. everybody. Right. And they're selling the pies with Betty's, um, nudes on them. Yeah, we've established that in said pies there is a picture mm -hmm. of a nude college student. and just in case you didn't get it the entendre is made clear by like the um the i don't even know his name the main alpha beta guy i'm assuming his name is brad <laughs> <laughs> or butch um what it, i i don't care what his name is whatever um he makes the whole thing very very clear by saying, what's in this pie? Mm, this pie is great. And then he clears it and he says, that's my pie. Because he sees the picture of his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Gets real mad about it. Yeah, you have a picture of my my vagina. Meanwhile, back at the kissing booth, uh, Lewis 
has strolled up to get himself a kiss or whatever. Yeah, she denies Lou the kiss and he says, no, I've paid for it and shows mad tickets. Like he came in to get like a bunch of kisses, a Gatling gun of smooches. Why does he still have his tickets if he paid? I th Maybe it's like beer tickets. Oh, like you just hand them to... You have to buy the tickets. Yeah, uh -huh. I think okay. it's probably okay. like that. Cool. Uh, they don't establish that, but you know, what else? Uh, point why is, else would he pull out tickets? He doesn't get to kiss her, so she, he goes full fucking incel. Whoa. Okay, so... Uh, I'm mad. Um, The homie, her boyfriend, comes mm -hmm. in and is also in the kissing booth. But he was wearing like a Darth Vader. Yeah, he comes mask. in with a mask on. They're in costume for some reason. But either way, I don't uh, know. That's the MacGuffin, I guess. I don't. I don't. Know. Homecoming's like around Halloween. Is this Halloween themed? Don't know. I don't care. Doesn't matter. The, anyway, the boyfriend comes in and is very cold. She's all worked up. She says that she's been kissing so much that she's horny. And it's like, whoa, man. You Can you imagine a prostitute yeah. being like, oh, I fuck so many dudes. I, hey, husband, come get So get horny. So horny. Um, no, no, I couldn't. But it, to maybe. Me, to me, it, she is being paid to kiss and in some cases make out with because there's a tongue option. Right. Um, creepos. All the guys. Yeah. Like all the guys. And she... You know, she denies him. You think that's the only one she's going to deny? No, 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 no. Um, no. It seemed like they had the other woman at the ready for such a situation. <laughs> yeah, there was a t there was teamwork going on there for sure. Either oh, yeah. way, they um, do not kiss. She wants to meet him in the fun house. Meet to her, her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. wants to meet in the fun house to fuck down. And he says the nano. So the homie overhears this, snatches the Vader mask, proceeds to Vader mask or snatch. Oh, oh, <laughs> I will never watch anything Star Wars related and not think about what you just said. I shouldn't say that. That would hurt. No. Um, so he I, grabs the mask, pretends to be the boyfriend, uh huh, and you are screaming at me about recognizing penises. Meanwhile, penises don't enter the picture. No, but no, I was very no nervous. I didn't remember how this went down. I wasn't sure if he like basically raped her. You know what I mean? Like right. if, he goes, he, if he comes in under the guise that he's a boyfriend, that's complicated. That's not complicated at all. It's very directly, you know, um, not assault. okay. Right. So, uh, I was nervous because that's kind of how I remember it. This is not better, better, but it's somehow it's different. Okay, he goes down right. on her. <clears throat> but I think he says he doesn't want to take the mask off, but he goes down on her. So he clearly has to take the mask off. He has a Dean off. moment. His tongue keeps getting stuck in the mask. <laughs> he's he's got to put the mask up uh, so his tongue doesn't get stuck in that so he can tongue, you know, what he needs to. And the mask <laughs> sits yeah. on the pubis mound, I assume. That way she still can't see the... Um, it's pronounced pubis mons. No, whatever. You don't know. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. It's Mons. Oh, my God. It's Mons pubis. We've had this argument before. how it's pronounced. And I'm joking <laughs> by saying you don't know what you're talking about. Right. No, no, no. I mean, 
Yeah, part of the girl code. Learn all the parts of the vagina. It's important. Nobody does that. Yeah, oh my God, part of the girl code. You got to do it. If you're going to make uh, arguments about, you know, women's rights, you have to at least know. Women's parts. Women's parts. <laughs> you got to know them parts, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's amazing. She ain't mad. She she gets Stockholm in two seconds flat. Right. When guy comes up for some air. Uh-huh. And it is not her boyfriend. Yeah, she even gives him a big old smooch and uh, oh they move God, on. Oh my God, that was the other thing. Like, okay, he's just Do been... we want to talk about this? In that moment, I thought, do we want to talk about this? He has been eating puffy for, I'm assuming, a long time. And he comes up and he's full on mouth breathing in her face. It It is a direct conversation. Very and... close. They, he, they hint at kissing. I think it's yeah. They, they're right there hovering. I don't know how you feel about this audience. Um, it's a gauche thing for me. If if the lady wanted to instigate it, but she did not. He rushes in and actually does like a. No, no, no. Worse yet, she instigated under the guise that this was someone she's in a relationship with and knows. And then it was not who I think she thought it was. It, it, clearly, men wrote this because it's like, oh, you ate her so well. Right. You sold her on your smell. And the smell of your breath was the death of death. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. I was trying to dolomite that shit. <laughs> um, no, I mean, he does it so right that it's okay. No. Right. This is this is a male driven narrative where hey I could um do something really shitty and criminal uh but if I do it good enough if right. I do it well enough she's going to be okay with it it plays out exactly it's it forest gumpy yeah it really is it's falling upwards yeah um yeah, and and she gets so sick with the Stockholm that she falls in love with this guy that she really doesn't know anything about. I hate that oral sex has obliterated, obliterated mm. her entire perception prior to this moment. Right, right. That's nonsensical. Like, the only it, thing it's not true. It could never happen. If this is what we are to believe the the only thing that's holding back the nerds is the idea that they're really bad at sex and then when people find out that they're great at it apparently they're not nerds anymore you're you're what you're selling to me right now kaylee is that the creators of this film are huge nerds and mm -hmm. they realize the only way that they could get laid is to make a film that sells the idea that they are better at sex than everyone else because they think about it all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not creepy at all. 
It's it's Nerds! totally not disturbing. He's fucking nerds. No, and I'm not saying that like thinking about sex all the time is gross or disturbing. You know, everybody thinks There's about sex. There's nothing wrong with but... that at all, but the, it's a male gaze thing. Like I said earlier, um, it's so creepy at every turn. There is something to objectify a woman. Right. Yeah. 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 They're always thinking about objectifying women and not necessarily for sex. Gil. Uh Gilbert Gil is a nice dude. So nice. And hey, that's that single mother kid, you know what I mean? That's a hey. That's you all thing. day. That's real. That's um, real. I was really hoping that he would be more of a hero because I can root mm. for him, right? Like he's genuinely he was, nice. How do we Okay, let's get to the end of this movie. Okay. Um he gives this impassioned speech mm -hmm. at the football rally and the football rally is hilarious because uh, John Goodman is just reading off every player and bringing it's like they're graduating. He says their yeah, name, but they and do number, that though. Every fucking pep rally. I, no, I mean, they only have, but so many pep rallies they only have, but they only have, but oh, okay. Grab him butt while dancing. That big old squeeze. Um, no, they only have a few pep rallies per year. So yeah, they probably read off the big names. <laughs> sure. They read every name, Kaylee. Was it every name? It was fucking every name. I don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe at the homecoming game. So they do um, that. The homie Gill steps up, tries to fucking grab the mic, and the dean steps in finally. Yeah. He stands up to John That was a Goodman. good moment for the dean to grow up, and he pushes the, the coach back Yeah, even. gives him a little shove. Even gets physical. I, I was pleased. Very yeah. happy. All right. Well, the whole idea here is they're fighting this change of power. So they're pushing him away. They don't want to accept it. And the dean's trying to challenge them. But ultimately, you win, and the Tri-Lam forces mm -hmm. walk in with their black sweaters and their triple, uh, they look like V's. What are those? The, the Not V's, they're uh, like A's. That's with Lambda. No, uh, I know, but what? Yeah. It, how would you describe Lambda to, that doesn't... Uh, the that the people, A you know. without the bench. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Without the line. Right, right. So the Tri-Lams come through. Yeah. And he, man, he points the finger. I love this character. Ewan is so dope. Um, and they shut it down, man. He says not today. Yeah, let him speak. So he yeah. speaks and gives a really nice speech. And Kaylee, I'm, I'm a straight up honest person. And this podcast is really a, um, a reason to be honest. Okay. I almost cried really? in this moment. This thing. Aw. To. To look back and realize what I missed about it, but subconsciously I absorbed. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? By the end of this movie, he's saying, who here has ever felt belittled and ridiculed and, you know, felt uh, people are saying you're uh, not enough of a person in some way. Right. 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 Um, these marginalized people, but it's it's not just that. So the nerds expand to everybody, which is how we start this conversation. Everybody now in 2021 identifies as nerdy in some way. Some aspect of their life is nerdy. Right. And nobody's ashamed of that. It's not some, um, it's not a judgment. 
It's a celebration or a characteristic, uh, not a celebration. It's just a way. Right, 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 right. We're all very into something. Yeah. So he does a good job. I mean, this speech uh, ultimately inspires almost everyone mm-hmm. to come join him. You know, he says if you... If Including you've... Betty, who is not a nerd, well... but she gets all up with Lewis. I'm trying to think... Um, yeah, she kind of yokoed that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, the main guy Gil, he's all like, "Yeah, if you've ever been personally victimized by Regina, come forward." He could be a lawyer. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Um, have you been hurt in an accident? Have you been hurt in an accident? In an accident. Um. Yeah. So everybody Do comes. You have forward, an accident. But Betty is the first person to move. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was lame. I think it was more like, hey, let me uh, beat the waves. I thought it would have been really funny if it was the little boy or Poindexter or yeah. any other character, I mean, really. I think it was more she saw the storm coming and said, hey, I'm supporting you. I'm coming up here. Right. We're okay. really breaking down this scene, aren't we? Yeah, we are, because um, <laughs> it's well worth breaking down. So uh, you gave kind of your summary. I'm going to throw in my two cents here. Uh, Tri Lambda comes in, and again, we get this connection to the civil rights movement. Uh-huh. Uh, he makes his big speech or whatever, Gil. Um, he does his thing. All the nerds come forward, and they're like, Yeah, we're nerds. And then the gay anthem of the century plays <laughs> it's We Are the Champions yeah. by Queen. Which evolves into some sort of um, acapella version of it, right? Yeah. And it's I'm, like a operatic even. I'm confused why yeah. they would pick. That's I mean, everybody in 1984 told, knows that Freddie is gay. Is I'm, that correct or not correct? I don't know. 84, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. All I'm saying is I'm emotional at this point watching this. That's and I'm surprised nice. by that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we oh, did watch the Friends reunion today, so we're a little emotional. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing to do with it. Um, Friends. I've never seen Friends, but I watched the reunion today, everybody. I thought that was the best way to introduce her to Friends. Right, yeah. Now that I know so much about it, I can watch it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you've seen all the best parts. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't be talking about it 17 years later if it wasn't good yeah and think about how good what you saw was yeah. so that lasted yeah. so what what would be left i don't know <laughs> i nothing. feel like i watched it i feel like i watched all yeah. the seasons how many seasons are there 10 10 10 god damn i'm not gonna watch all that i'm just not um yeah they have their big moment their victory or whatever yeah credits roll yeah, Done. that's that's the movie. Yeah, we kicked it. But man, they got revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did they? Uh, yeah. You feel like they they got revenge? Revenge is the social change. Okay. Is the recognition that um we're all kind of odd in some way? We need to chill out about people being odd. Mm, okay okay you know the the oddest thing is to expect somebody to conform 
Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. And they did kind of show that more people felt... Well, they had that line that they were like, hey, beautiful people, uh, there are more normies out there than there are beautiful people. So what up? We're all out here. And I thought that was bizarre. I think people are beautiful. I think you got that backwards. I think they were saying there's more of us than the normies. No, and no, wait, no. they, they don't were, use the phrase normies, they right? They don't. This is, you. this is me using that word. I do want to uh, do that editor's note here. Mm-hmm. Kaylee is saying normies awfully a lot. Awfully a lot? <laughs> <laughs> hey, audience, side note. Kaylee's saying normally awfully a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Boosh! Very nice. Switching it all up. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Doesn't like a salad. Are we ready to talk about what Did we like? Did he eat her butthole? Who? Lewis. Lewis? No, I thought he just ate puffy. <laughs> so the nerds get their revenge, and the door is swinging from the hinge. It's open. <laughs> That's my metaphor, guys. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of talk about houses in this movie. So There are houses that look the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's normal? It's abnormal? A-B normal. It's alpha-beta normal. Oh. Boom. Hey. Did we talk about how the school's mascot is um, the Adams? Mm-hmm. Adams, Adams. We haven't talked about it. Um and they don't have a mascot. They're just home of the Adams. Well, they're it's they're called the Adams Adams. Yeah. Yeah. The double A's. That's fun. Is it? No. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? All right, though. Then. Yeah. Here we are. We now are. that I have made you view this. Mm-hmm. What did you like about this? Okay, my favorite thing out of this whole entire movie is when Poindexter is dancing at their party. Oh, the gyrations. Oh my God, he just throws down. It's really, really cute. Like all of a sudden he gets high, the weed hits and... There are two or three scenes where characters are meant to test to see if they are getting high. Yeah. I love that. Very tropey. I'm here for it. Yeah, it was cute. But then the weed hits and Poindexter is putting in the moves. But they don't show his face when he dances. So I really need to know. I need closure and I need to know if they got a stunt double to do the dance moves. That's a great question. I also wondered if that was actually... Why else they probably zoom did, right? so but... far into his crotchular? yeah. To show that he's a sexy man now that he's he tried sexy, weed. Though. Like it's more about him having fun, right? Yeah, he's he's loosening up. Yeah, doing his thing, he's and is immediately a great dancer. Good for him, man. That's cool. And we don't know if he's a tiny dancer or a average dancer. Yeah, he, could be a humongous he, he dancer. He just is a dancer. Yeah, and we're happy to see it. Go point Dexter. I wouldn't say happy. I was happy. I was. Uh, information in, information <laughs> <laughs> I was information yeah we were 
information. Um, Least favorite thing, I guess. Uh, you already know. Um, the attack on the women. It's pointless. It's inappropriate. And they get cameras everywhere. There like really the are no reasons for it. You're right. And like worst of all, like they get the cameras in and everything. And then women are just walking around like with a towel at the waist and boobs out. Right. It is gratuitous. Um, That's not how... Not only is there no reason for it in reality, uh -huh. in the film, it takes no... Um, it, it moves nothing. I shouldn't say it takes nothing. It moves... It gives nothing... Right. ...at all. It is just to watch titties. If you needed titties in the movie, I'm going to argue there were better ways to put titties in a movie. Let me hear them. Okay. So, they could have had... A lot of um, sex scenes in this movie. They I do mean, have sex at yeah, the party. That's yeah, why aren't we thing. seeing Lewis movies? comes down in a fucking Hefner robe? Yeah, after having sex, did he go down and and eat the booty there? No one's eating booty, right? Like groceries, <laughs> Kaylee. People are eating them like groceries. Eat the booty like groceries. Yes. No. No one's eating booty. I mean, they might be. For weeks. Their cheeks. They're nasty. Um, no. Uh, there's a lot of sex that happens off camera. Why didn't you show boobs then? Huh? Too easy. Why? Right. right. A too easy. I feel like hiding cameras in a women's sorority no, I'm house it's too easy. is. Why didn't they do it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Now, um, obviously that's my least favorite. You know, the rape scene is also not great. That was the, that was definitely the one I was uh, not looking forward to. I, I definitely felt like you would be upset with that. Yeah, real mad. Mostly mad with um, how the uh, character reacts to um the assault mm -hmm. yeah well not cool it is unrealistic um that's where the argument would come in right yeah. if i'm some douchebag uh heteronormative um status quo ho i'm coming in with the well she was okay with it she consented it's okay yeah she, she did have no say in what was going on initially. Right. And that is where we have to check out. We have to say, no, okay, it's not okay anymore, but the movie wants to move on. So we we are forced to. Right, right, right. More than that, they want to move on, but they want to make sure that we know it's all good. They, they drive it now. home. They drive yeah. it home. I mean, like she's obsessed with this dude now. Right. Just because exactly. he's a headmaster. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> No, thank you. Um, yeah, okay, so in this oh, movie. Geez? Oh cheese. Okay, so <laughs> Okay. So in this movie, you made me view. Uh-huh. What is your favorite thing? Man, the thing I love the most about this is Alright everybody, I'm happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But this video is the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. Everybody's changing and I don't feel the same.
All right. That was Everybody's Changing by Keen. 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 Yeah, taking it way back. I brought in some Keen. Okay. Here we are. Here we are. I mean, I could have picked any of their songs. Audience, do you know Keen? Do you know Keen? You Keen on Okay, it? so we had this foreign exchange student at my high school. My friend says, yeah, he's really cute. And I say, yeah, he kind of looks like the guy from Keen. And that is when I knew I was a nerd. Nobody knew who Keen was. Revenge. Nobody. <clears throat> Nobody knew. But I knew. And I loved this band so much when I was growing up. I mean, think about this song uh, in the context of like Teen Wolf style puberty. Okay. Right? Okay. This song is a puberty narrative. Is it? Much oh, the same changing. way okay. yeah. that Teen Wolf is. This is the Teen Wolf of King's Keen songs. I know this... You're trying to connect it for me, and I appreciate that. We did not watch. But this is not the Teen Wolf of anything. <laughs> we did not watch Teen Wolf tonight. That's not <laughs> what I'm trying to connect to. I'm trying to find an M for you. Yeah, because. Yeah. I appreciate that. This but is no, not this your is kind not of the music. Teen Wolf of anything. Okay, fine. I tried. Audience, I tried. Everybody, I tried. everybody, everybody, everybody. I tried really hard. That's all I can think um, of now. Yeah, no. Uh, it could be. I tried uh, so hard. Oh, God, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Um, it could be a puberty narrative, it could be a trans narrative. Um, yeah, there are many things that this song could be used for. What is it about? Um, everybody's changing and I don't feel the same. Okay. And being afraid of that, afraid They're... of the fact that things are going to change. Okay. Yeah. Their music puts me in a place of, um, I feel like a rabbit. I feel vulnerable. Yeah. When I listen to Keen. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't like that's it. That's nice. Um, yeah, I think it's meant to make you feel sad. It's a good song. It's mm -hmm. not. I mean, it's not a bad song. Uh, the video, pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah, so I picked the alternative video because it's pretty heavy on, on showing you the piano. Okay. And I loved this song in particular because I wanted to learn it on piano. This is the song that pushed me. <laughs> to learn piano interesting okay yeah man um i don't know a lot about this band um this is uh pretty much on par with what i do what i have heard mm -hmm. and what i have seen uh yeah not my favorite band most of their stuff is in like coming of age movies I'm from early 2000s yeah let me back that up that's okay. a dumbass thing to say. Okay. Not my favorite band. Of course not. You, you have a favorite band. Yeah, you don't. You don't know much and about them. I have that. Either. And everything else is not my favorite band. So yeah, um, I don't want to be polite. I don't like them. That's okay. Yeah. Um, there have been a couple of music videos I was not for. A couple of these music videos. <laughs> We're a bit drawn out. Yeah, but I mean, I brought this to the table because it helped me through a dark time. And I brought this specific video because I watched this a lot. While... During your divorce. Yeah. 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 From the lead singer of Keen. Yeah. Uh, no. 
<laughs> no, I, I watched it a lot while learning how to play piano and being super angsty. Man, you should have like just paid more attention to the piano. Don't watch this video. Yeah, okay. I was listening to it so I could learn. I don't read sheet music, so I was listening to it to learn how to play it on piano. And I would just play this music video I know, over and over again. Yeah, I was trying to make a joke. I'm very sorry. It was a terrible joke. This is my childhood. God damn it. Trying to make terrible jokes. <laughs> right. right. No, no. Um, yeah, it's sad. Uh, I have been bringing in some sad songs, but, you know, it's important. Yeah, it's not. It's at least. uh the tempo is uh, good. Like it's it's kind of upbeat for a sad song. You make fun of me for this. There are a lot of songs that are like quote my favorite songs, and they're really up tempo, but they're about really sad stuff. Yeah, it's like um, shake your booty, shake your booty, shake your booty. I lost my baby. Booty, booty, <laughs> booty, booty, booty. Lost my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. Be your all, song. all of Death Cab, literally yeah. all of Death Cab. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like upbeat. No, a lot of their or... stuff is dark. It sounds dark too. Some of it. Yeah, totally. But I mean, uh, I'm not going to get into it because I could talk about them all day. I do love that the lead singer from Keen has the same problem that the I lead will singer. Possess your heart. Yeah, I was going to reference that song. It's like fast paced, but it is disturbed. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. He a creep. He a creep. I was going to say that um, I love that the lead singer of Keen and the lead singer of Death Cab have the same problem. They both sing like their head is stuck in a washing machine. And I love it. They're like moving oh, all around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Physically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, his head is just constantly in a circle. Yeah. I didn't realize the um, dynamic of this band. How it's like the keyboard guy, the drummer, and the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I okay. don't know if the lead singer plays instruments or I don't know what he does. He sings. He sings? Yeah. He good. It's a Counting Crows situation. Mm -hmm. Well, alrighty then. Yeah. So what do you like? Okay. My favorite thing is the live interstitials, the live performances and... um. I don't know if that's like an empirical thing. Like if you had shown this to me any time in my life, mm -hmm. if I'd say that. But right now, that shit just like, it really hit me. And um, I got really emotional thinking about that, like performing. And um, and why is that, Captain Ron? Because I, I, I miss it. And Aww. I haven't really been honest with myself about that. And mm -hmm. um it is a uh, it's a special thing that I haven't done in a long time, and a lot of people haven't. A lot of people have not been able to get out there and perform. So, uh, <laughs> a bittersweet reminder of how actually you know how how good that feels. The the pain of travel and and hauling gear and setting up and all that shit. It it, it all becomes worth it uh, at the end of the night for all of us and. Um, to see those moments, uh, yeah, to know that music is real for this band, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's cool. 
We clearly then need to rewatch Just My Luck so we can see the live performance of the exact same punk song over and over and over again. You know what? <laughs> I am Don't. shocked you got that deep from this music video. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah we all miss going to live shows. Those but, who perform, I'm sure, miss performing. Yeah, think about the lyrical content and that, you know, in the context of, you know, the changes we've been through and, and what we've had to go through. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like the COVID dynamic is of a like big change. Standing in front of a green screen versus being a band and actually, you know, uh, performing for people and enjoying that performance, seeing the people enjoy it and feeding off that energy uh, is a necessary component for um many many performers some of us cannot do without it at all uh i think many of us uh thrive like do better when we have that and uh i think that's underspoken that's that's undersold underappreciated in music videos uh that used to be music videos just the performance of the band, right, right yeah and i thought about that bringing this to the table this but that's is different, a lot like some of the stuff that you've shown me right a lot of that's to a click or to a back and you know you're just like miming it but um this is footage of them actually doing it and uh yeah. that's cool to see very yeah. yeah definitely and i think it doesn't matter if you're if what you're bringing to the stage is music or drag or art, whatever it is that you perform in front of people, like I can't imagine how difficult this time is, you yeah. know? And finally, we're at a point where like they're, they're scheduling shows, like we're, we're getting there. You know, we just bought tickets to a live event and we haven't been to one in a good year and a half, a concert, two years. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by the time that we actually go to the event that we paid for, it's going to be like two years yeah. since we've gone to a live event. Yeah, we've missed several along the way. Yeah. Woo! Here we go. Least, Least favorite thing? Least favorite thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to shit on this video. There's nothing that bad about it. No, not Least really. Least favorite thing. Uh, I, don't, I don't love the singer. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. I don't think he's a performer. Um, he th is incredibly talented. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's he's fine as a, a musician. As a performer, I don't get much from him. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, the he's, other the other parts of the band seem to be like getting in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're he, way up he's in the moving ass. and everything. Yeah, that's it. The other band is way up in the ass, and he is dangling like a dingleberry. Oh, oh. poor metaphor. Terrible. Didn't, didn't you didn't pay anything no it's okay thank you yeah. thank you so much I've already said my favorite thing I love um, that the singer moves his head in a circle constantly when he sings I okay. think it's nice it's <laughs> one of my favorite things about Ben Gibbard I, I think it's great how how like the music moves a singer and how the singer moves with the music I like that let the music play. Yeah. Um, least favorite red lighting. I hate it. Um, if I'm out at the club and there is red light, I will leave. I don't like red lights. I don't okay. like I think they make people look terrible. You heard Kaylee Wright, audience. Mm -hmm. Ain't no stopping for this lady. I don't like red lights. Don't like red lights. I don't. They mean stop. 
Yeah. And you can't stop me. All she trying to do is go. That's it. I hate red lights. Um, Yeah, they're not for anybody. Nah. Anyway, thank you so much for watching this with me. I got kind of emotional, like, okay. listening to this song again. It helped me get through difficult times. There are things going on in your world where I can see this, yeah, would, would resonate. Yeah. yeah, totally. Strike a chord. Yeah, internally and externally. Everything's changing. Oh, yep. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, cool. Thank you for this experience, Ryan. Thank you for this experience, Ooh. audience. I appreciate you. Ooh, you um, got full on NPR. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Everyone, thank you. Uh, please enjoy this brief message from our sponsor. Say, Shrug. My favorite thing about Revenge of the Nerds Whoa. is uh, Oh, hold on. <laughs> I was wondering why you weren't looking at any notes. Well, shit. Uh, Booger is kind of my favorite thing. Um, at some point, he is wearing a t-shirt that says, Hi on Stress. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't know. He seemed to be the character that um, I uh, enjoyed as a child, but enjoyed more as an adult. Okay. That's the one element of this that, um, well, not just that, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, there's the element of uh, the entendre and the uh, the symbolism. Uh, he's going down on her in the fun house, and then they cut to the pie thing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get that when I was a kid. I got that now. Yeah. So I, my, I guess my true favorite thing is the new appreciation for the jokes. The jokes I never saw before. Mm, okay. okay. So cool. that new layer is my favorite thing. Right. Um, my least favorite thing is the problems, man. Like, yeah, I can't get beyond some of this stuff. Uh, and I asked you, is this going to be like Dazed and Confused? And you were like, nah, 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 nah. And it's, it's okay. not like Dazed and Confused. I it, feel like it's equally as problematic as... More so, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But we're doing this for the show. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't pressure you to see this. We'd no. watch the first 20 minutes or, or first 10 minutes and you'd, you know, check out whenever you wanted to or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Normally for the show, unfortunately, we follow through. Right. So we can really get a full picture of what this is for us, because if you think about this, when we're kids watching these things, not all of this is absorbed. I don't remember the first 10 minutes of this. I I'm remember bits and pieces. I'm just wondering why you were a six-year-old. Seven, maybe. Watching this movie. Uh, I am surprised. I, I watched a lot of stuff, man. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow. Movies were my life. I didn't even know this was a movie until like six years ago. Which is insane. I mean, it's not topical anymore. But it's a thing. Sure, it is a uh, piece of cultural history. Yeah, I you know, 
sentimentality affects me. I think like this is uh, something that was so of its time and right. when you're living through that and it's resonating with you like you just carry that vibe you know um it's hard to get into it as a newbie i think a reboot is going to be difficult i already told you there's a reboot it's monsters university <laughs> we need to yeah we need to look into that um totally. we might have to do a little bonus follow-up or something if if it's because that'll blow my mind if it really is following this that's gonna that's gonna fuck with me oh man it's not exact but it's pretty damn close pretty pretty close yeah well alrighty then do you understand why I would ask you to watch this at all yeah I do it's on brand check it out yeah it's on brand with other movies that we have watched for the podcast and for not the podcast got to see boobies Uh, I got to see boobies but it was non-consensual so I felt like I was in a dirty porno true um well it wasn't non-consensual every every time yeah it was think about there were loose boobies before the um cameras got set up how was that consensual they were hired actors for the film no wait 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 no 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 no. when were there consensual the movie moments uh am i missing something betty or betsy was her name yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she was in a room and yeah it happened yeah it happened because we were looking through the eyes of the nerds we the viewers (laughs) We're with the nerds. The eyes of the nerds. We were looking through the <laughs> eyes of the nerds. Looking through the eyes of the nerds. And ah. we were looking into Betty's room. Betty's room. Betty's room. Yeah, I don't think there was any consensual boobing. I, I'm pretty sure. And like you knew that the nerds were creeping. So, yeah, even when she's like alone in her room before they put in cameras or anything like that. I'm like, nah. I feel creepy. I didn't like how this movie made me feel. Word. So the next bit in our show is normally, uh, would you watch this again? And I'm here in hell to the nano. No, probably not. Um, I am happy to have watched it. I feel like I got to participate in something um, that is historic, but I don't feel the need to ever watch it again i'm good yeah i'm not mad that you showed this i'm really not um yeah it's complicated and everything but i'm i'm understanding of why it's important to you and i'm understanding of why it is universally important to a large group of people yeah it's part of um media history it is uh kind of I don't think it's... Where does this fall? Because it's not a cult classic. It was a hit. It's not Animal House, It right? made like and over I mean, $160 million or something. It, it was a huge fucking hit. I'm going to reference a movie I have actually seen. It's No Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like it's essential It's viewing. not refined like that. No, Mm-mm. it's not that sort of like potent... Uh, that uh, The humor is all dick jokes. For the most part, it's stereotypes, yeah. dick jokes, um, the the attempt, the the fact that they even attempt 
some sort of uh, inclusivity narrative and celebration of difference uh, mm-hmm. is notable. And I, I'm surprised to see it. I think that's the biggest shocker for me. Uh, one in the two in the, and it, it just blew my mind kind of that there was some sort of bigger picture um, inclusivity narrative that I never like remembered, you know, as a child, I, I think showing, as a kid, I'm watching the silliness of it. Sure. It's showing inclusivity, but it leaves my sex and gender out completely. So I'm not on board. Yeah, they could. Well, I mean, the Omega moves are the attempt to uh, have a parallel to. Yeah, but Lewis doesn't end up with an Omega moo. Does anybody? Oh, yeah, I guess Gil does. Just Gil. Yeah. Well, they are the attempt to parallel the uh, Trilands. Right, but even the nerds call them cows. Yep. Uh, Yeah, very pathetic. Um, And this is riding the jock of other social movements that are way more significant and important. And to belittle belittle that is -hmm. offensive. So, yeah, man... um, complicated all complicated. the way around um yeah no wouldn't watch it again fine to have watched it once word it up yeah yeah i want to know what the hell are you gonna make me view next what we next well i am gonna make you view one of my favorite movies it better be i'm so excited uh-huh we're going to watch Princess Diaries. The Princess's Diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. Princess Diaries. It's Anne Hathaway's first movie. Oh, I'm I think. into this. Don't quote me on that, but it, I think it's Anne Hathaway's first movie. I'm, I'm into it. It's got Julie Andrews. I feel, you know, there's a lot of these movies you, you bring up that I feel like I've seen. Ooh, hold up. Huh? It's directed by Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. We're going in. Okay. I'm very I, I'm excited. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really fucking happy with this pick. Cool. So thanks for rocking with us this whole time. Uh, it's It's been fun doing this podcast. We got like, I don't know, over 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and bonus episodes even. So we're all over the place. But if you've uh, checked them all out or checked a few out, we we just want to thank you. And uh, if you would like to communicate with us, share some of your takes on what we're saying, if if we're missing something, or you're enraged by what Kaylee said, you know, Kaylee has got opinions. (laughs) Don't put it on me. She's got opinions. (laughs) Uh, I can imagine you'd want to fucking rip the internet apart. (laughs) So email us too many times. At uh, look what you made it. Look what you made me view at gmail.com. Right, or you can DM us on the Instagrams. Yeah, we are. Look what you made me view. Yeah, on Instagram. Find us there. How is And you can he? see pictures. Sometimes we put some special images that are uh, not related to the podcast uh, distribution. Uh, and Kaylee is having some fun on there, um, sharing all of the upcoming stuff and the vibes from the stuff we just recorded. So, uh, if you want to stay tapped in, that's where to do it. 
Yeah, yeah. If you want to hear bonus episodes, we announce them on the gram. Yeah. We'll keep you posted. We also tell you grandmothers. Mm-hmm, we do. Instantly? We tell them. Yeah. We call them up. We say, hey, grandma. As soon as we do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But boing, boing. <laughs> no clips. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really, really excited to bring this movie to the table. Very happy. Um, I think uh, this movie has a warm place in so many little girls' hearts. <laughs> Had me on the edge of my seat. Okay. About the geography of where. <laughs> Little girl hearts. Woo! We all love it. Well, yeah, looking forward to that one. But guys, I made Kaylee watch fucking <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. 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 That's what we did. You did. And I hope you had fun uh, listening to this. It didn't get as uh, heated as I expected. I thought you might be angry. Uh, Yeah, I'm a little angry. But, uh, fuck it. It seemed like you had a lot, a lot more fun than I expected. So, um, the, the whole premise is working, guys. This was so cool because you got a little taste of the past and, um, like something that I was exposed to, which is possibly informative about my personality. Oh, no, it's informative about your childhood. There you go. For sure. There you go. I'm learning. I revisited something and uh kind of blew my mind so uh hey fun times guys this is look what you made me view this is it right here this is what we do we're here and we're gonna come back we'll see you next time every other wednesday that's your friends day peace bye everybody Mm -hmm. boing boing